0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Game Plan Podcast, a New York Jets audio experience hosted by me, Tyler, and we are back with another episode of the Game Plan Podcast. You know, not the happiest podcast as um, the news today: Tyree Hill heading to the Miami Dolphins. The Jets, of course, being involved um, in the Hill sweepstakes. You know, things progress fast, progress quickly. Um, you know, I couldn't even really process the news in my in the news in my own head. It was all going too quick, so you know, to break it down because there have been a lot of, you know, rumors and um, uh, just things out there that, you know, really aren't true or aren't accurate, so I'll break down what really happened between um, the Jets, the Dolphins, and the Chiefs involving um, Tyreek Hill. So, to start here, um, you know, it was around noon today that the... Um, the Jets and Dolphins were rumored to be in on the Tyreek Hill sweepstakes. Um, you know, the Chiefs wanted to trade Hill. Um, you know, going back a week or so in contract um, negotiations stalled between the two parties. Um, I think Hill just wanted to go his separate way um, from the Kansas City Chiefs. So, the Chiefs um, allowed him to seek a trade, allowed his agency to seek a trade. Um, they rallied trade partners over this past week, and the Jets and Dolphins came out as the finalists at around 12 noon. Um, the Jets offering per Adam Schefter, if I could pull it up, um, the number 35 overall pick, the number 38 overall pick, um, and I believe the number 69 overall pick, a third round pick in exchange for Tyree Hill. Um, and I believe it was another, um, pick from the Kansas City Chiefs, the number 103 pick. Um, that was the Jets' deal. It got accepted by the Kansas City Chiefs, accepted by the Kansas City Chiefs, so if Hill were to pick the New York Jets, um, he would have, you know, been on his way to New York, and the Jets would have given two second-round picks and a third-round pick in exchange for Tyreek Hill and another pick. It would have been a fleece. Joe Douglas would have been, you know, again, showered in praise and um, really disbelief. I would have been in disbelief if the, if, uh, the Jets were to pull that trade off, of course, and um, you know, the Jets would have still had to pay him the same deal that he got from the Miami Dolphins four years, $120 million, um, $72.2 million guaranteed. Um, it's a lot of dough. It's a lot of dough. It's a lot of money, um, to give that to a 28 year old wide receiver. Um, four years, he'll be 32 by the end of the deal. Um, of course he's one of the most explosive, most game changing wide receivers in the league. Um, he could really just break the field at any moment. He's a, uh, you know field tilter um he can really just break a game open at any point this would have been a home run you know hit for the jets you can't really um you know shape it any way else really i I really can't take you know many positives out of this right because you know the jets do keep the four four picks in the top 38 um you know they keep the money uh they don't have to pay hill you know the 72.2 million dollar guaranteed over four years um But at the end of the day, the Jets are looking for a number one wide receiver. Do you want to take that risk in the NFL draft by, you know, picking a guy at number 10? Have that be Garrett Wilson, Traylon Burks, Drake London, Jameson Williams maybe a little later in the first round. It's risky, and the Jets have to hit on this player at number 10. They have to hit on this player if they were to take him in the second round, because there's no room for error, as Rich Zimini put it, VSPN, no room for error. Um, A lot of beat writers are saying the same stuff, right? Joe Douglas Of course, trying to find that number one guy ahead of the draft. He's been in on the Amari Cooper sweepstakes, now the Tyree Hill sweepstakes. Um, You know, it's it's disheartening when you don't get these guys and you don't, you know, you're not able to land, um, you know, a really supreme talent, right? And I think it's important, um, you know, for Jets fans to understand that, to understand that Joe Douglas really has not done any wrong in attempting to go for these superstar players here um douglas has you know attempted he's been aggressive he's been willing to pay up when need be um he's been willing to give up draft capital as we've seen him a little hesitant in the past maybe to give up those draft picks but with the jets in you know an excess of draft picks excess of pool um of draft picks this year i think douglas will was a little more willing to give up these picks for a guy like tyreek hill if he were to hit the you know trade market and lo and behold he did um, he'll just wanted to go to Miami, you know, have that be the, you know, state income tax, have that be, um, you know, he may have a house down there. He trains down there. I've heard, you know, have that be whatever it is. Joe Douglas did his, th- his thing. He tried. You can't really blame him. Um, you know, you could blame the Jets organization for being a dumpster fire the past 10 years, but you can't blame him. Um, at the end of the day, the GM did right. The GM did right by the team. He tried to get Zach and number one wide receiver before the draft, they're going to draft a wide receiver at the end of the day, anyway. Um, they're they're going to you know take that number ten pick and maybe use that on a Garrett Wilson, a Treyland Brooks, or a Drake London. Um, but you know a lot of you know a lot of Jets fans out there, a lot of people out there want to see a veteran addition, want to see a prominent veteran addition to this roster uh, before draft day, which is you know coming up you know in about a month. Um, it's coming up quickly. You know we talk about it throughout the entire offseason, and then it's here, and we're like, oh wow, um, draft day's here. So. You know, it, it comes up quick. Um, you just have to, you know, you have to hope that Douglas hits on these picks. You have to hope that he hits on 4, 10, 35, 38, 69, anything. He has to hit on anything and everything um, from here on out. Because the free agency, as good as it was, there are still holes to fill. Um, there are still pieces on this roster that are lacking talent. Um, and Joe Douglas with these premium draft picks, you know, not saying he can't trade them before the NFL draft. There are still you know, guys out there like a DK Metcalf, like a Tyler Lockett, even though they were noted as unavailable a few weeks ago, you know, who thought Tyreek Hill was going to be available at this point in the offseason? This, you know, this developed in a little over 80 minutes uh, today. So anything and and everything is possible. Um, So we just have to wait and see where Douglas throws his cards next. Um, You know, who knows? We could wake up tomorrow morning on a Thursday and DK Metcalf could be, you know, available for, available for trade and we could do this all over again, This these 84 minutes all over again like we did today. But, um, you know, that's for another day, right? Uh, it was a whirlwind. Um, you know, I can't even really think of much else to talk about here because this Tyree kill drama has, you know, flooded my brain here. But, um, you know, there is other things to talk about. Yeah. Um, other than Tyreek Hill, and that's the other—that's uh, the NFL draft that we touched on. Uh, the Jets, of course, um, holding on to the fourth pick, tenth pick, um, thirty-five and thirty-eight, four picks in the top thirty-eight. Um, you know they'll be able to get any player they want. Um, really, you know, any piece to the puzzle um, that they desire coming up. Um, you know, in a little over a month, as I noted, and you know it's going to be important for the Jets you know, not only they have these draft picks, but develop the talent they already have in the roster. You know, they have Elijah Moore, um, they have Corey Davis, who's a little older, but he's, you know, second year in the system, um, of course, suffered that, suffer that core muscle injury um, a little later into 2021. Hopefully he can come back healthy, come back strong, and really uh, continue developing that chemistry that he um, got going with Zach a little earlier in the year. Um, and of course, Zach Wilson. Right, the star of the show. You you got to develop him. You have to put pieces around him. I think the Jets have done a decent job already. Putting CJ Uzama, of course, uh, Tyler Conklin, two tight ends who are great pass catchers, good blockers. Um, hopefully, they'll help the development of Zach. You know, uh, pretty rapidly. Um, I love, of course, Elijah more second year in the system. Uh, Michael Carter, the running back. I think the Jets do add another running back. Have that be in free agency or the draft coming up here. Um, they have Tevin Coleman, of course. Ty Johnson's still on the roster. Austin Walter, I'm not 100% sure. I think he's still around. Uh, not too sure, though. But as of right now, um, the Jets are, you know, they're, they're seething for talent. They're looking for talent, especially at that wide receiver spot. You know, we'll see how far they get. We'll see if they can, you know, maybe rally some talent before the NFL draft. You know, a guy like Brandon Cooks from the Texans may be out there. You know, there, there are a lot of names that you can theorize and conceptualize. But at the end of the day... The Jets did their due diligence, as much of a word as we hate that word nowadays. The Jets did their due diligence on Tyreek Hill. They attacked. Didn't work out. Really doesn't always work out. Doesn't usually work out for the Jets in these kind of situations. But, again, it is what it is. Don't be too discouraged by it. The Jets still have, you know, a gazillion draft picks, you know, more than enough cap space to uh to sign another um you know, veteran, or take advantage of the trade market, so don't panic, um, don't be too discouraged, you could be discouraged for today, but, uh, only today, let it, let it see the origin to tomorrow, and you're just going to get more angry, and, um, you know, more upset, so let it rest today, um, and just wake up tomorrow with a fresh mindset, um, you know, the mindset that Joe Douglas is still out there on the prowl, um, you know, for a star wide receiver, that is all of our hopes and dreams, um, you know, really just out there hoping we can secure a receiver for Zach and watch him develop into the Q quarterback that I think we all know he could become. So um, I think that's really going to be it. Just wanted to, you know, rant a little bit on the Tyreek Hill situation. I hope you guys enjoyed um, or try to enjoy this episode of the Game Plan Podcast. Make sure you do follow my Instagram at New York Jets Game Plan. Um, on Twitter as well, at New York Jets Game Plan. I'll be posting off-season content throughout the entire um, off-season process. Also, make sure you check out Uh, the Jet Press. My name is Tyler. You can check me out on there. I do post, um, you know, content um, on there sometimes, so go check it out. Um, But other than that, I really do appreciate everyone sticking around for this episode, um, and I will see you next week.